Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, drop the subject. Let's get it kicked off here on this fine Friday. Allie Johnson, Jarrett Hill. You know, I just I, imagined you like kicking. <laughs> let's kick this thing off, yeah. huh? We're both good at sports. I um I realized that I brought my computer today and forgot my charger and I asked anyone if they had one and you pulled out the most organized, properly wrapped charger I have ever seen in my life. And you are one of those people who constantly every single time you put it away you wrap it up properly, yeah. don't you? Yeah, but then it's like it's also like stuck into that coil now every time I unwrap it. It's like it's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, I I'm one of those people that's just like ah, and I shove it into a bag, and it probably breaks in like three months. Well, yeah, I had a, I have those Mac chargers because we both have similar Macs, and like they're super expensive. And I remember being in college. The first thing I ever bought with like a big chunk of money was a Mac when I was in college. Like I got my college refund, and I bought a MacBook, and I thought I was just the hottest thing in the game. And that charger was like seventy dollars. Do you see this? It's an Apple. It, exactly. Um, I just bought a Mac. Mind you, I have no money yeah. left. But yeah, but here we but, go. You know, it was a big deal. Oh, interesting. Well, we have a fun show lined up. There is a story that you presented yesterday for News It or Lose It. And unfortunately, I chose to lose it in the sake of time because we had to talk to Dr. Jen Mann. No, because uh, you hated me. No. Because you were trying you were trying to smite it was me. Because yes, I was you needed to be smote. <laughs> Smoking. So then I smootin. So then we we were like, all right, you know, let's talk about what we want to do on on Friday's show. And we were like, why are we not really discussing this baby Weight Watcher story? So we are going to get into that. We also have a brand new use musical theater, and this is a good musical theater because there's a lot of sad news that's been going around in the past few weeks. Oh, I mean, I there's thought, sad news all the time. I but thought you were saying all the other musical theaters weren't good. Yeah. I saw no, what this you did one that. is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is good news. Zickle theater. <laughs> So it's all good news this week. And of course, we have our gayest news headline of the week, which we will get to news it or lose it and beyond. I got into uh, speaking of Dr. Jen Mann, who we spoke to yesterday and who has been filling in on Loveline all week. I was chatting with her a little bit about her book because her book, The Relationship Fix, she was very nice in sending us copies. So I had a copy at home that I've been cracking it open, giving Mm -hmm. it a read. And Katie walked in, uh, and she is reading a book about sociopaths. So we're both we both have different reading lists. Very different, right? Okay. Well, she works in in psychology, so I guess it, yeah. it's not as odd for her to be reading. So okay. she was trying to sell me on her book, and I was trying to sell her on my book. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You should really read this book. It's the relationship fix." And she was like, "Our relationship is perfect." I knew you were going to say that. And I was like, um, all right, well, I'm going to keep reading and we will find out. So then I, she was like, you should really read this book. It's about sociopaths. And I was like, okay, I don't really care about I'm that, but whatever. Good, but thanks. Not five minutes later, we got into a legit argument over what our plans are tonight. It was just a minuscule, stupid argument. It started escalating to the point where she was like, she left and went into the bedroom and pouted. And I was like, all right, whatever. I get kind of smug. And I'm like, whatever, fine. You can yeah. get all upset. I'm going to go finish my work. So I was finishing my work. And then I walk into the bedroom and I'm like, let's talk, you know, and work this out. And she was like, I'm convinced you're a sociopath. Oh my God. And I was like, what? Why? And she was like, because you show no emotion. You don't have empathy for people. And I have feeling like you only do things for me when there's something in it for you. And I was like, what are you talking about? So I, she was accusing me of all this stuff just because of the damn book she was reading. Right. So I decided to take Dr. Jen Mann and I threw it at her on the bed. Oh, like no. I, <laughs> Crazy. I said, you need to read this. Justin, you know I usually hate you with the cues, but that was pretty damn good. <laughs> and 
then she said that when I threw, I obviously didn't throw it at her face. Like I threw it on at the her bed. Neck, in a jo- at her I, th- I threw it at her like pelvis. You frisbeed it at her throat. Right on the oh, ovaries. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 the cats are like meow. Uh, and she said that it flew open to the exact chapter that said why fighting is a good thing for relationships, oh, nice. which is what we talked about with her yesterday, if you can survive your first fight. So we have survived our first and we will survive many, many more, but now she's convinced that I'm a sociopath based on whatever book she's reading. Katie sounds like one of those people who could be convinced of anything in the moment. Oh, she is, I mean, a, a cult leader's biggest dream, dream come true yeah. and she's also any salesperson's dream come true oh yeah if you're like like we were talking to Michaela about uh, thyroid massages right 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 some idiot who decided to come up with thi- thyroid massages made it for people like Katie Katie would have been like I need to invest $10,000 because oh. my body's falling apart apparently and we I didn't got a, know. a coupon to a cryo place you know those places where it's like all freezing cold mm-hmm. she wanted to get an unlimited membership on the first day I remember day. this yeah and then now she wants to buy one of the machinery pieces that oh they have God. at the place Katie. because we're going to go there so often why don't we just buy our own Theragun mind you you've been once we've been once yeah just want to be clear on that you've been so, one time one time and she still hounds me about it and oh where you're are you such going a to, where would you even put this thing well this is a it's a small little like it's a big giant massage gun gotcha okay so but still I'm like we're trying to save money here well I will tell you one of my I, I, we usually don't do this but I will preview one of my headlines for news that or lose it later Ooh. one of them is this is the toxic habit that can t- slowly ruin your relationship <laughs> and you'll be able to, to news it or lose it I think we can already tell right now that I need to news that for my own marriage <laughs> well we've got a whole lot coming up if you missed yesterday's show you missed a whole lot you can get the podcast right now wherever you get your podcasts but it was an amazing show we had a lot of fun and we uh we we had a pasta pass moment that you should go back and listen to so make sure to check that out but um we've got this story about weight watchers and a new app for kids and babies what the hell yeah. that's coming up next baby don't go wait. anywhere baby wait you're listening to drop the subject with jared and ali on the new channel q on your radio and radio.com Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Yep. Drop the subject with Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill. And apparently the fat shaming needs to start earlier. You know, sometimes I like to just read exactly what the what the writer wrote. And I think this first paragraph is... Kind of brilliant. Mm-hmm. This story comes from HuffPost Life. The headline says, WW, just released, WW is formerly known as Weight Watchers, just released a weight loss app for kids. What could go wrong? <laughs> and the intro article, the, the lead here says, when news broke this week that WW was rolling out a new nutrition and weight loss app called Curbo, Whitney Fish, a social worker, social school counselor, and mom of three, felt compelled to share her outrage online. Like, if you were a mom... I could see you having outrage over this. She Mm. says, you need to shut this down, like period, period, period. Uh, All bodies, especially growing and developing bodies, deserve respect and the ability to grow into whatever shape they're meant to grow to be. Well, I mean, when you're, this is, okay, when I first read, sorry, wait, she said she was writing with the theory of a thousand sons, by the way. (laughs) That was the important part. Not not 500, 1,000 sons. Not 987. A thousand. A thousand. So I thought, okay, weight loss app for kids. I thought that this was like little, little kids. I thought this was like, because we always talk about childhood obesity and how it's a growing mm-hmm. problem in America. I was thinking these were like little kids, to even to the point of babies. I was like, wow, this really has a new meaning for pull-ups now. Yeah, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> pull-ups. Uh, you really want the thigh gap for your pull-ups because yeah, you want to be able to... exactly. Baby thigh gap, the whole thing, the whole so, nine yards. I want to honor that I don't have kids, and so my opinion may be moot here, right? Sometimes I feel like people give opinions on things that they don't have a real perspective on. But, like, I know that I have always had body image issues, like, since I can remember, probably, well, probably since high school, at least. Because um, at first I was, like, always tall and skinny, and then I started to gain weight, and I was literally just talking with my therapist about this on uh, the day before yesterday. Uh, or You're no, on, safe on Monday. Space, Jared. Well, I said to her, I was like, you know, I feel like I've always had body image issues. And now that, like, last year, I've, I've, I've talked a lot about, like, went through, like, a significant period of depression and, like, gained 25, 30 pounds. And I'm like, now I look back at my photos of me 30 pounds ago and think, like, oh, my God, I wish I could have that body. And then when I had that body, I hated it then. And so I, I've always had this thing with body image. And so I'm thinking about, is this good for kids to be able to kind of get a handle on food and like not have to like figure it out when they're 35? Right. Or, or is, is it, it a detriment? Bad? Well, it depends on the person. And that's what makes it dangerous. Yeah. Is that people can use this for good or they can use Weight Watcher apps for kids for evil. And I mean, every kid is different. I know people just like you that have had weight issues and body image issues since they were a young age. I mean, there this this app is for it's targeted for kids that are between 13 and 17 years old. And there to be monitoring everything that you eat at 13 years old. I don't like for some people that is needed. And for other people, that's really not healthy. It's not a healthy way to start your preteen your teenage years yeah. to be like oh can i ha- oh no i can't have this hot lunch cuz it's actually not <laughs> i i'm already at 16 points today so i'm just going to skip yeah and it's like uh but then if there's somebody who is like it depends on the family too and how the family's eating habits are if the, a lot of it is genetic but a lot of it is what the what the eating habits of your whole family are if your if your family is eating really badly and then you're at 13, 14, 15 years old and you're way overweight because yeah. of your family's eating habits, it could be beneficial to go on Weight Watchers. I think I'm, I tend to lean on the side of knowledge, right? Like, cause like there's, uh, if we talk, take this in school and think about kids, there's all this data that says if you teach abstinence only in schools for children, they tend to have sex earlier, they have a higher rate of teen pregnancy and STDs, right? Mm-hmm. But if you teach them about sex, it it reduces teen pregnancy, it reduces STDs, and they have they have they go into the world with more knowledge, and they tend to have sex later, right? They don't just jump in at twelve years sure. old or whatever. Right. So like, if we apply that same kind of knowledge, that same kind of data and information to how uh, we educate kids about different things that are a part of their lives, like their eating habits and their food, I could see that being. A seeming positive. I don't so know. Then, but then, 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 why not just have a class on nutrition? Well, because classes are always getting cut. They're always cutting more and more things out of school because of budget, and they can't afford. Well, replace it cursive then, well, because we're getting rid of cursive. Well, who needs it? You know? I I would like to keep cursive because I think it's fun, and because I write in cursive, and I don't want my kids to not know what the hell I'm writing. So you teach them damn cursive. Uh, maybe I will. Are, are we gonna like fight about this? <laughs> I'm just saying, you if you're throw, gonna take out you wanna cursive, throw a book at me? Yes. You angry book? Thrower? I have Doctor Jen Man's book here. I'm just gonna throw it. <laughs> Like anyone I, else would throw a shoe. I just think, uh, I don't know. I, I My feelings are really mixed about this. 
I feel like, I mean, yes, I like the idea that kids could be aware of what they're eating and how it impacts their body and all that. But I don't like the idea of them like tracking their weight and trying to lose weight. And you know, yeah, yeah, see, that's feels... and inherently we're a dieting culture where we're always dieting. We're always trying to lose weight. And it's something that I think a lot of times ends up being detrimental to a person's lifestyle. Yeah. If you, for some people, yeah, it does help them, but for other people, it just gets them obsessing and setting themselves up for failure or creating expectations that are unrealistic. And when you're 13, you shouldn't be worrying about those things. You should be worrying about having fun. This has traffic light system on their app. So there are green go foods, there are that. yellow moderation advised foods, and there are red stop and think foods. So I can't imagine when you're 13 years old. When I was 13 years old, all I was eating is SpaghettiOs and Ho-hos. Mm. They were all red light foods, and I'm the better person for it. Ho-hos. And SpaghettiOs. Oh, yeah. And mm. I don't want my 13-year-old to have a life without those things. Come back, Jarrett. Come back, Jarrett. <laughs> You're still on the air. Sorry. Even if she does have love handles. <laughs> you want, even if she does have love. You know, yeah. go there. Just leave. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right, Allie and Jarrett here with you on this Friday. And if you did not catch uh, some of the stuff we did earlier in the week, I highly recommend that you download the podcast. Drop the subject wherever you find your podcast. There's all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Trump-related? No, not always. We did a lot of fun stuff yesterday. We bought a pasta pass and we're giving it to somebody in need. I'm still waiting to hear on whether or not we won the lifetime pass because there are 24,000 of the endless pasta passes. That's nine weeks of endless pasta bowls. Endless possibilities. I will say the episode, the name of the episode yesterday as well, right? Yeah. Um, I will say that I think I had way more fun with the pasta pass thing yesterday than I ever expected to. Oh, I thought that's it'd be nice. I thought it'd be cool like to get it, but like we ended up having a lot of fun with like yeah. growing that into a whole thing. Yeah. So really only fifty people are the lucky winners of being able to opt in for a five hundred dollar lifetime pasta pass. They said to look out in my email for that, and I have not. As of right now, 1239 Pacific, 339 Eastern, I have not received an email yet. Also, yesterday, I uh, I called a couple of friends of mine, you know, just like a regular conversation, and I brought up what we did yesterday, and I told them about the Pasta Pass story, and so I told them, I was like, all four of us had our computers up, Allie got in. Emmy got in and Justin got in yeah. and my best friend immediately goes, oh, this is discrimination. And I was like, exactly! This is racist! See, and you know what we can do now? Because it's 2019, we can just start start something. Exactly. Just start a rumor, just put it out there. We can do that. And then it'll just catch fire because Bo- people want to be outraged but about both everything. Both friends of mine said exactly that before I even said it and I was like, oh, I have found my tribe. Yeah. <laughs> You are my people. You are on my side. You are my people. It was the first thing that sh- that 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 glared through for them. Yeah, as well. exactly, exactly. Okay, so I want to take a look at a couple of political stories that are making headlines right now because they're ridiculous. Um, one of them has to do with Greenland. You know, everyone loves Greenland. Everyone. I mean, it's the toast of the town. It's the it's everyone's favorite place they've never been to. It is about eight hundred and eleven thousand square miles and home to about fifty six thousand people you know i mean all that i don't even know what to call it is it even a mountain range or it's just a bunch of ice i don't know what it is but donald trump has apparently been interested in buying it (laughs) so this was the headline i read this morning and i put it on my instagram story like what am i what the f am i even reading anymore like you you it's not if you cannot make this stuff up 
And I know that the whole thing is like, oh, I'm a billionaire. I want to be able to buy an island. Buying Greenland is not necessarily the first thing that people think of when you think of buying your own island. Well, so to be clear, this began because uh, allegedly, according to this reporting, um, Donald Trump heard that uh, Greenland is, is run by Denmark and Denmark was having some financial issues and they were, he was saying that, oh, maybe we could buy it. And it's interesting because a lot of the ways that this is reported, it's not clear to me, at least, what his real intention was. Was it whether it was like the United States buying it, right, or if it, or was, if it was just him, him buying it? Is but, he even allowed to make a giant purchase like that as president? Like, are I'm you sure allowed to just be like, I want to buy an island right now? I mean, if he could get Congress to approve it or something, I don't know even know how that would work because we haven't bought territory like that since. Alaska, I think. Um, and that was, you know, a few years ago. That was a good purchase, though. Yeah, it, it worked out. Um, but uh, it, he apparently, according to the NBC News story, says um, Trump reportedly told advisors in one exchange last spring he'd heard that Denmark was having financial problems because of the subsidies that it pays to Greenland and wondered if he should buy it. Quote, what do you guys think about it? Trump asked the room. A source told the Wall Street Journal. Trump asked Do you the think room. it would work? And like, I, to be clear, like, this is one of those stories where uh, it's, a, it's a little unclear, like, if this actually happened this way or if it was like just a conversation or if it was a campaign. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting also because they talk to people in Greenland, of course. Um, and <laughs> one of them says, uh, they asked him, you know, how do you take this? And they said, I think we take it as a sick joke by a crazy president. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's delicious. I love you, Denmark. Where they're like, no, we would actually crash and burn and die a thousand deaths. I just think Rather it's... than... But it's like yesterday when we purchased the pasta pass, you're, and then thinking about buying that lifetime pasta pass for $500, you're like, wow, that's crazy. But should we do it? <laughs> should we do like, it? Should though? we just do it? That's crazy. I think crazy. we could totally get away with that. But he's doing that with like territory. Yeah, yeah, a country. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then really quickly, because yesterday we talked about Israel uh, banning, deciding to ban Rashida Tlaib, and also Ilhan Omar, uh, two different representatives in Congress. Uh, Israel has decided that they will allow Rashida Tlaib to visit, um, oh. but she was coming to visit her grandmother, who's 90 years old, and now she, Rashida Tlaib has said, actually, I'm not, I'm not even going to deal with that. Like, you're not going to make a moment out of me coming to Israel and, you know, trying to embarrass me or make me a, a, an example. So I didn't um, know it was to visit her grandma. I didn't know that either, to be honest with you. I, I As I read into the story, she was like, I wanted to go pick figs with my grandmother who lives there and like you know she's 90 um, picking figs with a 90 year old sounds like so much fun so yeah I mean I just want figs now but uh, <laughs> we've got a lot more coming up Allie's got the headlines and I've got them too and we're gonna vote the news that or lose it uh, rundown is coming up just next and uh, we'll take a and musical theater too and we still have to get to musical theater good musical theater coming up <laughs> right after this drop the subject we'll be right back the new channel Q Drop the subject. The new channel Q. All right. Drop the subject, Allie and Jarrett. And it is time to get into our news it or lose it portion of the show. And on Fridays, because we are on half the time, we tag team a little bit. You present three stories to me, Jarrett, and then I present three stories to you. So why don't we? We have got a lot to do. So let's get into it now. News it or lose it. Hit it! <laughs> Drop the subject presents. Lose it or lose it. All right. Would you like to go first? I think the lady should go first. Oh, oh yes, I will. <laughs> uh, no I'm kidding. Go for it. Okay. Headline number one: Democratic candidate calls Trump a fat slob. Yes, please. Okay, great. 
Headline number two, why Simon Cowell looks so different after going vegan. Oh, I haven't seen Simon Cowell in a while. <laughs> uh, now lose it. Okay. I love that you were maybe about Bleh. to lose that story. Justin's like, oh, that's me. <laughs> Is that a sheep or a buzzer? Right. Hit it, Justin. Got it. All right. And then finally, headline number three, according to a new study, Americans wear underwear this many days in a row. I uh, know that you're excited about this, so I will... <laughs> Why aren't you excited? I saw this headline earlier today. You did? I did, yeah. I, Is I, it one of your News It or Lose It stories? It's not one of my News It or Lose It's, but I did see it this morning when I was looking for News It stories. I can't so, wait yeah. to break down just how often all, everyone in this room wears underwear. Okay, let's be clear. You're assuming a lot already. I'm just... I'm, I'm just interested in knowing what the truth is. I'm saying you're assuming, never mind. We'll get into that later. All right. I think it might be different for men and women, too. We'll get into it. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. Number one, this is the toxic habit that can slowly ruin your relationship. Oh, yes. Must news it. All right. (laughs) I saw this headline and I thought, oh, this feels like an alley story. Artificial gills for humans could become a reality. (gasps) Yes, I will be the first to buy artificial gills. Oh, I know you. I know you. Oh, Uh, think about it. You'd never. All right. Well, (laughs) we'll get into it. We'll We'll get get into into it. it. And then um, the dictionary.com word of the day is I'm pretty sure. Is lose it. Is lose it. Is beetledum. But it's not beetle like the bug. It's B E A D L E D O M. Beetledum. Lose it. Okay. Justin, that's you. <laughs> All right. So we are newsing on my end. Democratic candidate tells Trump that he calls Trump a fat slob. And according to a new study, Americans wear underwear this many days in a row. All right. And I'm going to jump into our first story. The, uh, the, the toxic habit that can slowly ruin your relationship. Do you know? Do you think you know what it might be? <sighs> Alcoholism? Uh, uh, wow. You really, really jumped a... I don't, jumped over the I don't know. There. I'm just I'm just guessing. The toxic habit? It's a toxic habit. <laughs> that was a hardcore one. Uh, toxic habit. Yeah, I mean, it's toxic. What is it? The toxic habit that is ruining your relationship is coming up after this break. Oh. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Lots of subjects still to be covered on Drop the Subject with Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. We have already gone through our headline selection for this uh, for today's News It or Lose It. And you gave us quite the tease, Jared. I did. As to what toxic habit will slowly destroy your relationship. Primarily because producer Ginger Justin was like, tease it. <laughs> well, I think this is pertinent information for me as a newly married lady. Yes. And for Ginger Justin, who is engaged to be married and is currently wedding planning. So if we if we are both engaging in these toxic habits, it's good to know now. Well, this is the toxic habit that can slowly ruin your relationship. Criticism. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. That's a really tough one for Italian moms. <laughs> 
Nice. Right, that's also like a Jewish mom thing, too, from what I hear. Yes. Uh, it says, habitual criticism can corrode the very foundation of a relationship, and that's not an overstatement. In fact, criticism is so damaging that relationship researcher John Gottman identified it as one of the top predictors of divorce, though it could spell disaster for non-married couples as well. It says, criticism is when a complaint is expressed as a character flaw, um, as, as opposed to just like, oh, I'm, I'm upset about something. It's saying, like, you're, you are this. So this is why we got into a fight last night was because... She said you were a sociopath. No. Well, she thought that I... Because I had asked her a question. I mean, I, so I asked her... Because I'm trying not to drink this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was like, are you going to drink tomorrow night? And she was like, I don't know. Why? And I was like, I just want to know because I'm not gonna. And I just... Like, it's a different vibe if I'm not drinking and you are drinking. So I just wanted to prepare myself. She thought that I was criticizing her by asking like if she was going to drink and she's, she's like... She's one of so, those people who wants you to drink because she's drinking? No, not necessarily. Okay. No. But I, I, I asked and she'd, she was like why would you even ask? Like why does it matter? Mm-hmm. And she thought I was being critical of like if she did decide to that I was criticizing her because I'm not drinking and she would be. Interesting. Okay. So, so that's where we got into an argument was because she thought that I was criticizing her based on whatever choice she would have made. But it's it's like critic criticism is something that comes so naturally with with families and people anybody that you yeah. know really really well, right? So it says, for example, a critical partner might say, "Ugh, you always leave your dirty dishes in the sink. You're such an inconsiderate slob." Instead of saying, really detailed Jesus, there. I don't know if that's criticism or just flat or, out insult. Exactly, right? It says, instead of saying, hey, I'm feeling overwhelmed by all the dishes piling up in the sink. Can you help me out by cleaning them before I start dinner? Yes, I have learned that language very well. Yeah. And then you know what you do with like puppies? You do positive, positive reinforcement. Every time now that a dish is cleaned... I say thank you. Give her you. a treat. Thank you so much. Give her a treat. Yep. I make her roll over and then I give her a treat. <laughs> oh, I bet you do. I say. I'm <laughs> lesbians. I tell you the truth. You guys just never let up. Yep. It's just rolling over, over and over and so, over and yes. over again. No, Criticism. I take her out for a little game of catch. Oh, okay. Nice. Just throw the throw the ball. Yeah. Um, so yes, criticism is uh, is what they say is really harmful to a relationship. We'll have this on uh, on. Uh, I'll be tweeting this out from our account so you guys can check that out. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that is a tough. Do you get? Uh, cri- do you feel like you're a critic? person you don't seem like a critical person ginger justin you feel like you're always criticizing or being criticized my fiance may be you listening wait, so, like, so no comment no comment at all you always you, wait so long to answer the question yeah. you'll be like pregnant pause well she's uh i'm in no hurry <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we're on live radio or anything there ginger justin sorry i don't mean to be critical all sorry right. i'm not criticizing let's let's move on Okay, so my tease for you was which Democratic candidate called Donald Trump a fat slob? Well, this apparently is just making the rounds on the internet starting this morning, but it did happen at the Iowa State Fair this past weekend because a lot of the Democratic candidates were there. They were eating it up. They were eating everything in fried form, everything in stick form. Well, you know, when it came to grilled cheese, fried grilled cheese sandwiches to, to corn dogs, they were mm-hmm. eating it all up because it's Iowa. I imagine this was not a woman. I imagine it was a guy. You're correct. It was not. A, it was. This is like guess who? Yeah. Okay. I'm flipping over oh, all no. the women. The music's back. Okay. Um, Does your person wear glasses? I don't think this person was a person of color. Interesting. I think this is. Is that right or wrong? I'm gonna. Uh, you're wrong. It oh. is a person of color. So it was Cory Booker. No. There's only one per- Is this person wearing a tie? There's only one male of color that's running. It's Cory Booker. 
I just did the 21 questions thing. Should this person have dropped out a long time ago? <laughs> so it could be 95% of them? Okay, Wait, well, so who is it? It's Andrew Yang. Oh, my bad. Yeah, sorry, Andrew Yang. <laughs> It's like, are you not counting him as a person of color? No, he's definitely a person of color. (laughs) Sorry, Andrew Yang, I love you. I hope that you win so you can give everyone $1,000 a month. Okay, so... on uh, The look on your face was like... I was like, ooh, eh? So so he was eating some fast food. He was eating whatever food he was eating at the Iowa State Fair, and he was chatting with people. This is so him. I mean, listen to this monologue, because this does seem... Like, I feel like I know this guy so well. Yeah, I can't be eating crap on the trail too often, because I need to stay in presidential form. Uh, No one wants a president who doesn't seem like they can run a mile. Then he said, I don't think Donald Trump can run a mile. Would you guys enjoy watching, um, to trying to watch Donald Trump run a mile? That'd be hysterical. What does that guy weigh? Like 280 or something? Then he went on. (laughs) Apparently, Trump weighs 243 pounds as of the weight in February. So we'll get on to that in a second. Okay. So then he said, (laughs) I say he like passes out at like a quarter mile mark. And then he said, Jesus. so I guess his staff tried to get him back on track, but he continued criticizing like, no, Trump. No, no, no. No, no, no. He said, I challenge Donald Trump to any physical or mental feat under the sun. I mean, gosh, what could that guy beat me at? Being a slob? My God. <laughs> then he added, like, what could Donald Trump possibly be better at than me? An eating contest? Jesus. It's very Trumpy, actually. I know. I'm kind of like, you're kind of firing back in mm-hmm. Trump fashion. No, no, no. This seems very harmful to their relationship. Mm, this is, yeah. They are very, very critical, critical of each other. And you you're know, right. you do that to the people that you love. Yeah, or, or, is, that, is that how that works? <laughs> Yang concluded that Trump could probably beat him at something that involved like trying to keep something on the ground and having really large body mass. <laughs> like if there was a hot air balloon. That was rising, and you needed to try and keep it on the ground. Donald Trump would be better at me than that because he is so fat. <laughs> so what's interesting about Donald Trump, because like we always like question his doctor's reports. He gets a physical, and they're like, he's in the best shape of anyone ever in history. Right? Mm. Um, Donald Trump is allegedly my height, which... Is he that tall? That, well, what, allegedly. What are you, six feet I'm or 6'3"? Six, six I'm 6'3". They say he's 6'3", but then they have him stand next to other people who are supposedly his height, and he's shorter than them. So okay, they think so he's, he's six, got that Kim Jong-un kind of exactly. thing where it's like, So they right. think he's 6'1", or he's 6'2". He's supposedly my height and about my weight. And I'm like, Donald Trump is morbidly obese. So that I, He has no last chin year, definition anymore. Last year, they said that he was 6'3 and like 235, and I was 6'3 and 235 at the time. So he's got to be at least 280. Sis, you have got to be kidding. That's not right. He's got to be in his 270s or something like that. He's like, got to be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no way. Okay, so he's lying about his Everything. height and his weight. And remember, they talked about his small hands, and he was like, let me tell you, I believe me, there is no problem. Right. I was like, um, I'm sure you've got a needle. Never mind. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill hanging out with you today, helping you get into your weekend. And what better way to do that than to talk about underwear and human gills? Let's start with the underwear story. I cannot wait to break this down. Just to start off, just to read the room, 
and you can answer this for yourself at home. How what's the longest you've gone wearing the same pair of underwear? Whether it was accidental or it was a necessity, like you're on vacation, you realize you don't have any more packed. What's the longest? It's two days. That's it? Same. And it's usually like, shoot, I didn't do laundry. It's oh, like, oh, damn it, I have there. to wear. You You only let that happen for one day. Yeah, I'm like, eh, well, I only stay in the house with these. I can. Yeah, I like, guess I have to throw these on. Like an or emergency situation. I'm right, not right. like, well, these are right here. I'm going to put them on. Right. Okay. Otherwise, it'd be like, I'm just not wearing underwear today. If you go to bed with a new pair of underwear, then do you wear that same pair of underwear throughout the following day? Yeah. Okay, I do too. No. You don't? You switch out to a new one? Like if I shower at night and put on underwear, I'll wear those the next day. Yeah, because I've cleaned my I've cleaned my yeah, situation. Situation. Right. Yeah. And so it's all fresh. Right. All I've done is sleep for eight hours. Right. All right. A new survey. No, Allie, you didn't answer the question. Uh no, it's pretty I think it's the same for me. Allie's I think like, I've gone six to... to seven, you know. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean standard. <laughs> Exactly. I, I, I wear my weekly underwear. You know, and my, this, if you look down, it says Monday on these. Exactly. exactly. It says all the days on Sunday. <laughs> right. It says week of August 15th. Like, no, on outside it says Monday. Then under, then when I turn it inside out, it says Tuesday. Oh, there's a whole other day. Yeah, yeah. That's clever. No, I think I've only gone two days and it was because I was on vacation and that I, or like, like laundry didn't, wasn't deal. done or right, something right. like that. But I do have a couple of backup like ragged ass pairs of underwear that are are utilized in that situation as well. A new survey has found that 45% of Americans claim to have worn the same pair of underwear for two days or longer. Almost half of participants said that they had worn the same pair of underwear for two days or more. 13% said that they had worn the same pair for a week or more. Yikes. So, I I understand... my wife has worn the same pair two days in a row, but she will turn, she will turn that pair inside out. I'm so disturbed. And I am like, I don't understand why why you need to do this because there are plenty of like it's not like we're that destitute that you have to ration right. your underwear. You're you like, really can just wear another pair. So I, there are some cultural things about this. Like black folks have like very different hygiene standards than a lot of white people do. And like this always comes up in social media. Like every year there's like another story about like white people do this and black people don't do that. Uh-huh. And like, I think this is probably one of those things as well. My, much to the chagrin of the guy on like, Instagram why are, who's why are we DMing so me about how I'm racist. Cause I, I said your people did something. <laughs> um, have fun with that story. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's a, I feel like that's a, a cultural thing. Cause I feel like black people who are listening, listening right now are like oh hell no do you think black people are better groomers oh yeah yeah i would agree with you yeah i feel like there's but i mean there's we don't have the time for that one but like there's a whole like thing about the grooming standard and like the hygiene standard and having to like be we could talk about that i, for the rest I of guess the show, we're just yeah. a little crunchier for some stupid reason well like white folks haven't had to like to impress white people the way that you know yeah. people of color have had to like be at a higher standard it's to like, be I don't need to soak up my privileged white body <laughs> exactly yeah exactly <laughs> alright well f- now, this is another stat that's really interesting and then we can move on 85% of Americans have revealed that they don't even know how long they've owned their oldest pair of underwear and I will completely agree with that I have oh. no idea when I purchased any pair of underwear in my drawer my oldest pair of underwear I remember thinking like oh I've had these underwear since high school but that was like years ago and I was like 
Yeah, I'm getting rid of these. Yeah, that happened. I, I had that purge as well. I used to always wear boxers, and then I transitioned to only wearing boxer briefs, and so then I got rid of a lot of stuff. And but I feel like my oldest pair of underwear, I've probably had five years, six years maybe. Really? I think yeah. that mine's been longer. By the way, how many holes are you supposed to have in your underwear before you throw them out? Okay. <laughs> Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. All right. Drop the subject with Allie and Jarrett. And we are, of course, running late on News It or Lose It. But I need to hear about human gills. So take it away, Jarrett. So and dis- then we will get into our gayest news headlines. I was literally so disoriented just now. I've been using my earbuds to, to listen to the show, but then not putting on the headphones. It makes me think I'm not ready. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, the microphone's not over here. That's the problem. Yeah, seeing you wear your earbuds makes me think like you're just listening to a different show. <laughs> you hours. said that before. You think I'm, I'm listening to something completely different. Um, okay, so here's the thing. There, we know how like fish breathe underwater. They have gills and they pull in the water and they can separate the oxygen, right? And so this uh, this designer guy, his name's uh, June Kamei, and he's in Asia, and he had an interest in like figuring out how we could use that kind of idea for being able to breathe underwater for us. And so he's three he's three D printed this accessory that works as a gill and may one day provide humans with an alternative way to breathe underwater, which is kind of cool, That's right? Be- it, kind of. It's kind of cool. That is badass. <laughs> I cannot wait to get these gills. So he's saying that there, it's still a long way away from being ready. Like what? Um, okay, like what? But, Five years? Well, Ten years? What? what we'll see. Get? But he says um, it's inspired by the gills of water diving insects. It's called Amphibio, and it's a two-part 3D printed garment consisting of a vest and a mask uh, made of super hydrophobic or extremely water repellent material. Simply put, the porous garment attract, extracts oxygen from surrounding water and dissipates carbon dioxide. Wow. Right? That cool. is awesome. He said the challenge that they have right now is that like the amount of air that we breathe in at a given moment like is trying to get that much air into it. So it's going to yeah, take some more time. Yeah, we need a good to, amount of oxygen to take a breath. Right. A lot more than a fish would. Um, but <laughs> he's saying like that they're working on it and it's, you know, kind of un- under development. He says the difficulty is our large oxygen consumption. We as humans consume too much. Although you have oxygen dissolved in the water, the rate it needs to be drawn through the gills is huge and it makes the gill wide in surface area. So well, they're working on it. I will buy this thing. I will put it on. Then all I need is flippers and then I can swim in the community pool and never come up for air or I can swim into the ocean which increases my chances of having a threesome with a mermaid. <laughs> Boom. Well, the fun. <laughs> I don't even know how I follow that. But all he says, <laughs> but the other last cool interesting piece about this is the fact that um, uh, his initial inspiration for this was this dystopian future where big cities were heavily flooded. Um, he says, but he also envisions Amphibio being used for leisure purposes. Oh, okay, great. So it's actually to save people's lives. Yes, exactly. Okay, so I'd be one of the idiots that's using it for her own self-pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Okay, that has been News It or Lose It. Yes. And now it is time for our weekly gayest news headline nominees. And I will give four nominations. Now, we have to scour the news every single week. We have to look at you know what's going on in the world to figure out what we want to talk about on the show. We have to keep up to date with everything. And sometimes, every once in a while, we'll read a headline and be like, wow, that sounds super, super gay. You even sent me one earlier this week. I've got a compilation of the of all of the gayest news headlines that we saw this week. Here are the four finalists. This is Gayest News Headline of the Week. Headline number one. Florida Zoo to get man-sized otters and venomous snakes. <laughs> 
first of all, the fact that it was Florida already kind yeah. of made it go left. Okay. Headline number two. Dick Sweat is all over Joe Biden's presidential candidacy. Don't I, dump that. That's a person. I, I'm, I'm obviously a little bit biased on this one, but I love this headline. I did, I did not know that Richard Sweat was a person, and I didn't know that he went by the shortened name Dick, and he's all over Joe Biden's presidential candidacy. And his last name candidacy. is Sweat, so the idea of Dick Sweat mm-hmm. like being just, all over Joe Biden's campaign is just really just awesome. All over it. You know, I'm glad that he... Some people run away from what they're being made fun of for when they're kids, yeah. and he's just like, no. I'm, he's like, no, no, I'm Dick Sweat. I'm Dick Sweat. And I'm going to be all over Joe Biden. Okay. Uh, keep it on this train. Headline number three. The death of Dick Long trailer. Things go south in this twisted tale. <laughs> oh, my God. Justin is like, And then finally, headline number four. Sheep damages historical Ophidike monument. Jesus. There's a lot of doozies in there, so please. We've got some really good work in this one. And really, yeah. They, I think there are, these are some strong, strong finalists. So I will put these up on Sunday on our Instagram story. If you're not, please follow us at DTS Show. We will put that up on Instagram. And I think we maybe we'll try and do it on Twitter this week, too. And then you can vote and decide who the official gayest news headline of the week is. And we will announce that on Monday. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. The new Channel Q. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q. Hmm. Fascinating conversation. Lively off conversations in the commercial break. <laughs> if I were a straight man, I'd be a boob guy. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting though, because it is it is something. Ginger just made a great point, which was you already you can't really be a butt a butt guy if you are dating women because you already have butts that you deal with with men. So well, no, I mean there are plenty of guys who are ass men. With women. With women, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that he's saying that you already can appreciate asses when you date guys. Right. So if you are dating girls, it's going to be, you'd be a boob be the, guy because it'd be a whole would be new, different. yeah, it yeah. would be new territory. Yeah. One of the few things that would be different. Yeah. There's I, just a few. Yeah. I mean, there's only really a few anatomically things <laughs> that were that different. Like, I mean, who's really attracted to ovaries? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, um, but, guilty. Uh, well, I say that because like, I'm a chest guy, like I'm a chest and arms guy and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. if I were a guy, I would probably really be into boobs. Yeah. If I was a straight guy, to be clear. I'm not, if I were a guy. Not, if I were a straight were guy. A guy. <laughs> Can we move on? Newsical if I were a guy, I'd be into boob too. Okay, musical theater, yes. We are running out of time quickly. Okay. We're really going so, off the rails. We decided this week, this is a musical theater brought to you by uh, a new friend of mine named Katrina Blackstone. She is a musical artist. She's very talented. She's a vocalist. If you want to check her out, please do. And uh, so we, we asked her to do another rendition of musical theater. And she said, hey, why don't we do good news? News this week because there's been so much crappy news. Right. I was like, yeah, good musical theater. That sounds great. You know, there were some good things that happened. There was, of course, there's always a good side to things like boycotts. There's so you know that there was also Mazel Day yesterday in L.A. where everyone got thirty was cent that gas. Yesterday, yeah, that was yesterday. Oh, I thought it was coming. I, up. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so this is, without further ado, some good musical theater. Go ahead and play it, Ginger Justin. This is, I give you. To the airwaves of Channel Q, let's hear it for the boycott <laughs> by Katrina Blackstone. A wolf tried to eat some kids, but it turned out okay. <laughs> and on the 
Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed. There's Harry Potter quizzes every day. That's true. LA sells 36 gas. Molly's turning gay. Yeah. ASAP Rocky won't do time. In and out has no line. Last kiss for the boy. Hot kiss equinox goodbye. Cancellation fees. Oh, let's hear it for the boy. Cut. Yeah. What do you think? I'm not mad. Isn't that fun? That's pretty good. She's got a. She delivered us a strong vocal. Oh yeah. I'm not mad at it. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, In and Out does have less of a line now that people are boycotting In and Out. That is a positive. Yeah. Well, so, good for them. Very, very nice. I guess this means it's uh. It's time for us to wrap it up. It's time for the happy ending. Justin almost missed that one. (laughs) And the good musical theater was a bit of a happy ending, so we'll continue on that train. Indeed, indeed. Um, Justin, I understand you have a happy ending for this week. Thank God it's Taco Friday. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because Taco Tuesday is no more. Was that your whole happy ending? Uh, Oh, because Taco Tuesday has been trademarked if you weren't listening on Tuesday. You missed that. And we did say that we are going to do uh, on Fridays, we're going to try doing uh, uh, happy endings that are from the whole week. Yes. Not just today. And yours? Mine is actually from today. Okay. And my happy ending is that, sure, Weight Watchers for Kids is coming, and that might be kind of a negative, but at least those weird people handing out granola bars at Halloween will finally become popular. (laughs) With some kids, at least, right? Yeah. (laughs) I like that. It's only like three points. (laughs) (laughs) All right, mine is Donald Trump is still running for president, but look on the bright side. At least liberals have dick sweat on their side. All right. Three solid happy endings. And that should take you into a wonderful weekend. We will see you on Monday. We've got guests down the pipe. So, And if you missed anything, please download the podcast, drop the subject, and uh, follow us at DTS Show. Please spread the word if you're enjoying what you're hearing. We love hearing from you. You can also follow Allie Johnson at Your Allie Johnson on the Twitter machine and on the Instagram machine. You can follow me at Jarrett Hill. And uh, you can follow the show at DTS Show, as she said. We'd love to see you there. Make sure to tweet at us. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. On the next. On the next. Drop the subject. On the next show, Griffin Matthews from Netflix's Dear White People joins us. I'm sure he has a lot to say to me. Plus, president of the California Log Cabin Republicans, Matthew Craffey, will be here to tell us about exactly why they're endorsing Donald Trump this time when they didn't do it last time. Plus, oh my God, and it's fish tube fall. Are you fish tube ready? You know, I'm not really into fish. I am. I know you are. Drop the subject. 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern. On the new Channel Q.